Inspiration 92.3 FM here in Lagos and uh, it is time for us to talk about transformation. This is Transformation Moment on radio and as you know every Tuesday at this time it is with Business School Netherlands. My guests are seated in the studio and um, it's from our constituency. You get to understand why I said so. Uh, I'm received in the studio. I've received in the studio this evening Mr. Akim Durotoy and of course um, Kemi Gilbert. Uh, let me say hello to Kemi Gilbert. Good evening to you. Good evening, Captain Smart. Good, Good to see you. Same here. Welcome. Welcome. And of course, I have um, Mr. Akim Durotoye here. Good evening to you, sir. Welcome to our studio. Yeah. Good evening, Captain Smart. Thank you so much. Uh, Mr. Akim Durotoye is a banker and he's uh, garnered over 20 years of professional experience that cuts through banking operational framework and back office operations spanning the areas of branch operations, central operations, international funds transfer, customer service and business process improvement, and a brief stint in transaction banking covering cash management operations. Uh, you know that for him to be here, he has a master's in business administration from the prestigious business school Netherlands. Before that time, he also had an MBA from Bangor University in Wales, in the United Kingdom and a graduate of accounting from Olabisi Onabanjo University, Ago Iwe. Uh, Mr. Drutui has attended various local and international courses and workshops which include managing the middle office by Euro Money in Dubai, basic core banking application management that's Finaco by Infosys in India and a lot, lot, lot and lot and lots and lots of them that uh, you know have 15 minutes but Mr. Drutui I can use 15 minutes to read out his CV. <laughs> so he's, he's loaded. He's loaded. And of course, Kemi Gilbert is of uh, the Business School Netherlands. She's an IT guru. Uh, you need to know that. And of course, he's a key account manager with the institution. But uh, my major guest this evening, Mr. Durotoye, we're going to be talking about uh, funds and investments. Uh, he, he qualifies. I, I can assure you, he qualifies to talk about that. And I like to talk about these things. So, Mr. Drotoye, um, let's talk about funds and investment in today's digital world. You know, there are a lot of people who are out there who are canvassing for people's funds. You know, they say, it's chop one, chop two. You know, when you bring 1,000 in the morning, in the evening you can cash out 6,000. You know, people are losing their money and all of that. Let's talk about the, the, the protections that we need and the best ways we can actually secure our funds an investment at this time that everybody's just waiting to collect your money. Okay, thank you once again. Uh, good evening, uh, Captain Mike. Smart. Thanks, Captain Smart. <laughs> yes. Okay. And uh, I thank uh, BSN for this opportunity. Mm. Really, what you just uh, read out is a very topical issue and uh, very real issue in today's uh, investment uh, balance, especially when we talk about investment and securing investment in uh, the digital economy. But before I go into the security per se, let, let me also put this in perspective by also trying to define what a digital economy is so that for our various listeners, they can appreciate what a digital economy is. A digital economy is an economy that is conducted via the digital platforms or via the internet. And uh, as we've been seeing all around us and with the proliferation of the fintechs, we discovered that Nigeria has come of age because of uh, the 
proliferation of fintechs and also the adoption by some of the conventional banks on digital uh, platforms. But having said that, the, the drivers of digital platforms are the e-business, the e-commerce, and also the infrastructure around the entire process. What are the key advantages of uh, digital environment? One, they make transactions easier to consume it mm. uh, without going to the normal brick and mortar. Yeah. Also, they also is cheaper way of consummating transactions because you don't need to spend transport money to go from one location to another to mm. access your banking facilities. You can do that from the comfort of your homes, from the comfort of your offices without uh, getting out of uh, your comfort zone. And also, government is also using the digital platform to converse for financial inclusion because when we move out of, out of the urban centers to the rural centers, you see that government wants to bring financial inclusion home by ensuring that the guys in the rural center, they also have access mm. to all these platforms so that they can transact their business. Also, and another point is the transparency. End to end, you can monitor what you have done on your platform. So having said this, the business of making money and investing money is pervasive. It has transcended generations from the commodity exchange period to the gold period to the paper money period. And now we are even transcending into the e-money uh, e period. So you can see side by side, the e-money is competing with our paper money now, mm. as evidenced by CBN launch of e-Naira. Mm. So as sophisticated as these digital platforms are, there are inherent risks. And that is what brought about this uh, discussion. We need to be alive to the inherent risk and secure our funds and investment in the digital setup. So for me to address this, I will want to talk from two perspectives, from the institutional perspective as well as from the individual standpoint of it. Now, for the institutional perspective, we have payers in the institution or uh, palace. Uh, we have the banks, money, the deposit money banks, we have the fintechs, and we have other financial institutions. What do they need to do? What assurance? Do they need to communicate to the customers that, oh, your money and investment are safe with us? Number one, there must be constant staff training by the institution to appraise and to be alive to information security so that staff of those banks will know that, see, I have responsibilities to the customer, not to divulge the customer's financial information, the financial data, to an unscrupulous element or the cyber crime criminals. Then the second one is the operating environment of those such institutions must be restricted to authorized personnel only, because as we move, data moves, money moves, investment moves, and as such, those information are time and money. Mm. So those information should not get to the hands of the wrong people. The, wrong people. Mm. the third one is the operating systems, the hardwares, the softwares of these institutions must constantly be upgraded and updated. And the antivirus system, the anti-phishing system must be constantly updated to repel external attacks on customers' data within their care. Mm. And having said this, institution should also ensure that there is strict policy of information management and information security policy in line with industry best standard 
to ensure that there is an end-to-end -end protection of customers' data, customers' investment, and also then on products because there are 1,001 products in the market, digital products. Mm. Institution has to ensure that those products are tested, well tested, they retest, they stress test to ensure that external attacks are repelled from the world go. Mm. So that is from the institutional perspective. Now from the individual, security starts from the individual. And the individual also has to be alive to his or her responsibility within the digital ecosystem. Number one, we do transactions on our gadgets, on our laptops, on our phones, on, on our personal computers. These transactions are done via the use of password. Your password must be unique and your password must be in such a way that you should not divulge the password. We've had instances where customers will complain that, oh, money has left my account. Mm. My investment has left my account. And on investigation, we discover that the individual has compromised his or her password at one point or the other. But, but I was going to ask you because uh, I kept my money with you as a money deposit bank. And uh, you introduced me to an online platform where I can carry out transactions without necessarily coming to the banks because the banks enjoy that they don't want banking holes that are filled with people and you know there are scammers everywhere and they hack into my account move my money and you you say that i'm responsible for that that is where that's a challenge you no know, it is a major challenge and mm. that is where i'm going to because i'm going to also address this under maybe before the program ends see in, in individual also has responsibility Number one, you have to prove to me that at one point or the other, you have not compromised your password. Because yes, I have given you my platform to trade. I have given you my platform to invest. I have given you my password to transact. I did, and I said there is a caveat that your password must be kept to test and must not be shared with people. We've seen instances of husband will say, oh, my wife, this is my password. And when things go awry, the husband will say, oh, my money has moved. Yeah, right. The wife has access to the password and the wife has moved the money. So what will the institution do? <laughs> do you get what I'm trying to say? We get this over and over again. Mm. And it, it also brings to fore the need for constant communication within that digital ecosystem. All the institutional players. Now, I will include the regulators, CBN, the commercial banks, the fintechs. They must constantly communicate, educate their customers to say, Please, customer, these and these are the rules. These and these are what you should not do within this ecosystem. For instance, even the ATMs of this world, majority of us, we give our ATM cards to our messenger with our PIN. That is what I've traversed the code of conduct that you sign with the bank. Did you get your PIN is your personal identification number. It is not to be shared. Your card is your personal property, is your private property is not to be shared because in that card even without your pin there are two key codes which is your pan and your cvv your pan is your primary account number why the cvv at the bag the three digits yeah, of four yeah, digits yeah. is your is your card verification value without your pin your money can move if that card uh, gets into the hand of a populous element right. so those are the things that individuals mm. must know and must be alive to we are, and, and, and I'm not also saying that the institution 
should also try to protect the sanctity of the operating system mm. so that we can have a holistic uh, security system. Yeah. Exactly. Thank All you right. very much. We'll take a short break now. Uh, when you talk with people who are loaded like this, uh, that's the challenge is time. Uh, we're really challenged for them, but we'll just try. We'll be right back. Beyond education, get the MBA that equips you for the future. With the Business School Netherlands Action Learning Global Tier 1 MBA, you excitingly experience the difference. Call 0806-721-1068 to register now and get 5% scholarship on tuition. Terms and conditions apply. For more details, please visit www.bsnmba.org and on LinkedIn at Business School Netherlands dash Nigeria. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at BSN Nigeria. Welcome back to Transformation Moment on Radio. The voice you've been hearing uh, is, of course, out of Captain Smart and uh, Mr. Akim Durotoye. We were talking about funds, investment, and its security. Mr. Durotoye, very quickly, um, there's a lot to talk to you about banking, but it won't be this time. <laughs> it won't be that. We'll bring you back another day. You were at BSN for the Action Learning MBA, just in like 45 seconds. I know this is very strong. Can you tell us how that has changed your life, shaped your career, and everything you're doing now? Okay, thank you very much. In the nutshell, it has improved my decision-making. Mm-hmm. It has improved how I also resolved problems. It has also brought out the ethical awareness in me because ethics is the foundation of business. So when you know ethics, when you know the ethical foundation, you know that you are preparing yourself for top, top leadership position. Because code of the, the, the real deal in business is that it must be conducted in an ethical manner. Then all other things will be added onto it. Mm-hmm. So BSN has shaped my thinking in how to delegate, in my ethical responsibility, in problem-solving skill, both in my professional world and also in my private world anyway. Thank you very much. Mm. And let me get to you now, Kemi. Uh, What makes what he has said now, what what makes it unique, this Action Learning MBA? Okay. A lot of things makes MBSN unique, but I'll just mention two. The Action Learning Methodology. We at BSN you learn in a practical way and you're able to apply it on what you do. That way you get value. We don't write exams. So you're learning from what is happening in your organization and then you are applying solutions to it and getting results. Then the second thing is that our recognition, we have um, awards, we have badges. Recently, we just got a 2022 CEO Magazine Award, uh, Tier 1 Global MBA Ranking. Uh, we, we also got the on, online MBA ranking, we are number two. That's amazing. Mm. So apart from, we're not just a business school. A business school with a difference absolutely so where can people find a business school netherlands and how can someone uh, who wants to enroll how how uh, how does he do that how does this program run okay so um physical address is at eight adequately faji way ikeja GRE lagos and uh, you can reach us on social media instagram twitter um, facebook bsn nigeria linkedin and YouTube Business School Netherlands Nigeria. Our website www.bsnmba.org. And phone numbers to reach us for inquiries: 0806-721-1068. Another number: 070-3927-5150. Let me just take the number one more time: 0806-721-1068. 
website www.bsnmba.org all right, thank you. Uh, Mr. Dorothy, we're out of time, but since I have you here, I have to ask you this question. Okay. I, I had my stint in the banking industry before I came to broadcasting, but I'm asking this question for my friends. I have an ATM card in my pocket. The bank charged me when they issued me this ATM card. Now, me, they hold the card. Now, me, they manage the card. How do they charge me money for card maintenance? Who maintains the card for me that is in my pocket? Thank you very much. <laughs> See, for every uh, action, mm. there must be an equal and opposite reaction. Mm. See, your ATM card is not your ATM card. Is your is not your ATM card because we incurred cost in generating the card. But and I, you charged me when you issued me the card. Yes, I'm coming. Mm. We incur cost in ensuring that that card is active. We incur cost in ensuring that the machines you are, you are going to use the card on is also active and loaded with cash. We pay for the network to ensure that when you visit our ATMs, <laughs> ATMs will be able to dispense. So you can say that. So the is, charge, the 65 naira that be yeah, charged is for what? The, the transaction fee on the card, 65 naira, 35 naira, the case may be. What is that for? That is per transaction charge. Because whenever you visit the ATM, Mr. Somebody Mr. will come back. No, whenever, you visit, talk about this whenever you visit the ATM, <laughs> yeah. somebody is at the background running the network for you. Yeah. Somebody is at the background running the cash for you to ensure that it dispenses. Somebody is at the background ensuring that that machine is okay. And you know there is depreciation. They, they should that call, call it another name and not card maintenance <laughs> fee. Because the card is with me. I'm securing the card. You cannot be charging me for a card that's in my pocket. They should call that expense line. They should call it an, that income line for you people. They should call it another name and not card maintenance fee. Okay, I will take this as a feedback. <laughs> <laughs> that's our time. We're transformation moments already today. Thank you so much, Mr. Akim Drutoye, for coming today. I've enjoyed my time with you. Pleasure is mine. Kemi Gilbert, it's always good to see you. Thank you. Stay tuned. The news is on top of the hour, 6 o'clock. We think. We talk.